各位同学好，我是林文老师。你今天所收听、收看的是《经济学人》杂志的导读示范课程。不管你看的是 YouTube， 听的是 Podcast， 请你专心学习。今天选自的文章来自于 Business， 它的小标题叫《Stockholm Syndrome》，瑞典的首都就叫斯德哥尔摩。那什么叫斯德哥尔摩症候群呢？简单来说，当你被绑架劫持的时候，你同情加害者的心情就叫做 Stockholm。所以很有趣，这篇文章作者用这个用法，我在那边 Stockholm Syndrome。所以在瑞典这边遇到了华为禁令，会被伤害到 Sino 跟 Swedish。Sino 就是中国 ，Swedish 就是瑞典，就代表瑞中之间的企业呢。当然，瑞又有瑞士，所以有点麻烦。所以这个翻译还真的是不容易的。今天我们要讲解的文章，各位同学别忘记听说读写听在最前面。先听完一下吧。林文老师讲解两个单词，才知道有老师帮助你学习，效果真的超好的。听多少赚多少。林文老师讲解的《经济学杂志》其实已经超。过了两千多篇了。如果你看的是 YouTube， 可以看到两千多篇文章，八年多的时间。我最喜欢讲的话，在一年多就是十年磨一剑的技术，而且全台湾又只有我讲解，不断的练习，不断的增进各种的单词量。所以各位同学，不管你是托福、多益、雅思，还是自己个人的充实，找我挑战《经济学人》杂志听故事就对了。我们先把前两段内容听一遍，加油 ！Stockholm Syndrome。Will Sweden's Huawei ban harm Sino-Swedish business? The Chinese government may want to retaliate against Sverige AB. Swedish firm's fate could serve as a cautionary tale for other European countries. Commercial ties between Ericsson and China date back to the 1890s, when the Swedish company sold 2,000 telephones to Shanghai. It has been welcome in the Chinese market ever since, most recently selling speedy 5G telecoms gear. Now, fears Boria Ekholm, Ericsson's boss, those bonds are in jeopardy as a result of the Swedish government's anti-Chinese turn. After centuries of cordial relations, from the Swedish East India Company's ships sailing between Gothenburg and Guangzhou in the 18th century to Sweden's early recognition of the People's Republic in 1950 and its blessing in 2010 of the Chinese takeover of Volvo, a much-loved carmaker, the mood has changed. Last October, the Swedish telecoms regulator barred Huawei, Ericsson's Chinese rival, from the country's speedy 5G mobile networks, citing theft of technology by China. This month, after an auction of Sweden's 5G radio spectrum that forbade the winners from using kit from Huawei and ZTE, another Chinese supplier, China's Commerce Ministry hinted that the ban could compromise bilateral economic ties. That would be bad news for Ericsson, which derives 13% of its revenues from China. It is the only foreign company that provides China with certain types of 5G kit, which China is well ahead of most other countries in installing, thanks to gargantuan sums channeled into telecoms infrastructure. But Mr. Ekholm's fellow bosses are equally worried, if not quite as outspoken. Plenty of Swedish blue chips have a large exposure to the Asian giant, from AB and Atlas Copco, two engineering groups, to Essity, a maker of nappies, and AstraZeneca, a Swedish-British pharmaceutical giant. 各位听完了就知道，《经济学人》杂志需要的英文程度真的是中上的难度。我说的没错吧？那我们就讲解一个简单故事背景，再讲解两个重要的单词。总之就是瑞典跟中国当中彼此很多的关系企业，基本上要很难抽丝剥茧的把它理清楚了。他这边讲说中国可能会报复，哇，真的不得了！中国要报复啊？那在瑞典公司的命运该怎么样做呢？是说的其他欧洲公司是不是一些代表是 cautionary tale？ 简单来说，就是一种警示的案例。
第一段文章说的好清楚啊，他说 commercial ties 就是 Ericsson 跟中国之间的关系，竟然早在19世纪就有了。当时瑞典的公司卖了 2,000 只电话，注意在手机之前，最代表他们的贸易商业已经将近有100多年了。最代表从以前到现在，甚至到5 G 的电子零件，可以看得出来，他们彼此之间的关系不应该有任何受到的变化，但。现在的市场在中美冲突下之后很不容易，毕竟中国强大了。我要特别探讨一个字叫 jeopardy， 各位知道 jeopardy 什么东西吗？这个字叫危险。如果现在你听到啪啪啪的声音，是因为我在我这电脑里面打一些重要的字，让各位了解 danger 这个字叫危险，一点都不困难。可是重点是同义字是非常多的，有 in danger、in jeopardy、in hazard、at risk 这么多的单词，就让各位知道背单词是非常重要的事情。有老师整理当然比较方便呐、啊。不管怎么讲，可以看到瑞典跟中国之间的公司关系实在太密切了。他一直到后面发展说，中国甚至也接手了 Volvo， 哇，两家汽车这样就是大结合之后，可是他说氛围却开始改变。总之，我们可以看到，因为在瑞典的电信公司的监管机构，注意哦，瑞典的电信公司监管机构阻止华为的产品进驻，哇，这下麻烦了。Ericsson 在中国这边的最大的一个竞争对手，他几乎他获得利润在下面一段。说百分之十三就来自于中国大陆，这样的一个关系，利润牵扯到这么大的时候，突然产生变化该怎么办？你们讲了一个单词叫报酬，叫报复，各位有没有背过叫 retaliate？retaliate retaliate, 一般我们听过复仇者联盟，那个叫 avenge， 算是各位背过的基本单词，对不对？但是复仇报酬就有这么几个基本的单词变化吗？还有个词叫 revenge 也是复仇报酬呢 ，retaliate 也是复仇报酬，所以讲了半天，各位同学有老师的帮忙，你会学习比较快。甚至 get 有一个片也可以当复仇报酬，但我先讲到此了。但这个之间，中国跟瑞典之间的关系，你必须再详细了解。毕竟可以看到，这个软体里面跟一般的硬体是不一样的。硬体断掉就断掉了，可是软体可以升级，可以在里面植入密木马晶片。林文老师讲解的课程，各位好奇吗？希希望能够了解更多的细节吗？一年两百五十篇文章啊，一篇文章讲解四千多个单词，你看不完的。我是十年在磨一剑的。总之，感兴趣找我上课喽。还有 New York Times、BBC 小说以多益课程。拜拜。Stockholm Syndrome. Will Sweden's Huawei ban harm Sino-Swedish business? The Chinese government may want to retaliate against Sverige JB. Swedish firm's fate could serve as a cautionary tale for other European countries. Commercial ties between Ericsson and China date back to the 1890s, when the Swedish company sold 2,000 telephones to Shanghai. It has been welcome in the Chinese market ever since, most recently selling speedy 5G telecoms gear. Now, fears Borea Ekholm, Ericsson's boss, those bonds are in jeopardy as a result of the Swedish government's anti-Chinese turn. After centuries of cordial relations, from the Swedish East India Company's ships sailing between Gothenburg and Guangzhou in the 18th century to Sweden's early recognition of the People's Republic in 1950 and its blessing in 2010 of the Chinese takeover of Volvo, a much-loved carmaker, the mood has changed. Last October, the Swedish telecoms regulator barred Huawei, Ericsson's Chinese rival, from the country's speedy 5G mobile networks, citing theft of technology by China. This month, after an auction of Sweden's 5G radio spectrum that forbade the winners from using kit from Huawei and ZTE, another Chinese supplier, China's Commerce Ministry, hinted that the ban could compromise bilateral economic ties. That would be bad news for Ericsson, 
which derives 13% of its revenues from China. It is the only foreign company that provides China with certain types of 5G kit, which China is well ahead of most other countries in installing, thanks to gargantuan sums channeled into telecoms infrastructure. But Mr. Eckholm's fellow bosses are equally worried, if not quite as outspoken. Plenty of Swedish blue chips have a large exposure to the Asian giant, from AB and Atlas Copco, two engineering groups, to Essity, a maker of nappies, and AstraZeneca, a Swedish-British pharmaceutical giant.